Hi, thank you for coming back for episode 112, part B of This After Dark. I'm still Nick. Um, we'll get into the show in just a minute, but again, just in case uh, you're listening to this on a different day and may have forgot, um, this show does contain quite strong language, so uh, please listen at your discretion with that in mind. Um, thank you very much. We'll just play uh, our sponsors and then we'll get on with the show. Cheers. Right, uh, and so for our other sponsor of the show, um, we have Wendy Pratter at Magical Journeys Travel. Don't yeah, we do. Yeah. The the very beautiful looking Wendy Pratter. Is she is she on your um, to-do list? Like if you meet her in real life, you're allowed to. She's, um, you know, when you open the wallet. Yeah. She, she's the picture in my wallet. I get you, I get you. But other than our lust uh, for Wendy... Um, her and her magical journeys are there to help you plan your next Disney vacation. So whether that's a Disney cruise or a trip to Disney World, Wendy can help you by getting your reservations at midnight, getting those all-important Be Our Guest dining reservations or meet and greets with Anna and Elsa. And uh, I think if you quote this podcast, Craig, get a bit of a discount on your uh, deposit, don't you? Yeah, yeah, $25 off, yeah. There you go. So... Next time you want to book a holiday, give Wendy at Magical Journey Travels a little tinkle at wpmagicjourneys.com or on Twitter at wpmagicjourneys. God bless Wendy and all that sail in it. Hello, dear listener. I just wanted to remind you that we have another podcast in the After Dark Podcast Network, which is, of course, Pop After Dark. Me and Craig and the occasional guest talk about all things pop culture whether that's things from the past the present as well as the future and we cover everything from movies to music to video games and so much more so please if you think that's of interest to you come and find us on your podcast provider of choice just search for pop after dark and uh, come with us we'll see you there So I hope that answers um, that answers Craig's question. Yeah. Cool. Did um, a piece of news. Go on, him. So have you guys heard about the express transportation ticket option? Oh. oh. Yep. Just, so this was on the back just of after yours. The, yeah, the cabanas. Yeah. Yeah. So um, later this month, um, they're looking at an option to give you express bus transport. So $15 per person per, for a day. There is going to be a multi-day option. Um, but this goes from backstage areas uh, back to the resorts. So it gives a list here. Magic Kingdom pickup area will be Buzz Lightyear, Space Ranger Spin Exit. In Epcot, it will be near guest relations beside Spaceship Earth. And then Disney's Hollywood Studios is near Rock and Roller Coaster. And Kilimanjaro Safaris in the Animal the Animal Kingdom. But wow, I mean, $15 per person per day. So 60 bucks for a family of four. So I was just wondering, you know, what could you blow in a day 
in Disney, <laughs> right? So if you've got a one-day ticket with Park Hopper and all of that, and then you add on the bus transport, and then you have yourself a cabana in Tomorrowland, breakfast, and then you go... Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So deluxe diner plan for the day, and then you go to Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party at night, family <laughs> of four. <laughs> You'd need, you know, you'd need donate kidneys and all sorts of things to pay for that. I don't think, though, you would need a cabana with that express uh, transportation and vice versa. Now, if you can afford the transportation, Nick, you're going to want a cabana. You're going to want the, <laughs> the full set, right? And actually, if you if it just happened, if you just so happened to time it right, and there was a Disney a run Disney event on that day as well. That's why you need the deluxe transportation because you're too knackered to walk anywhere, right? So you, you, what's the cost of a run Disney race there, Paul? Yeah, it's if you're looking at a half marathon, it's about $150 now, I think. What? Yeah. So <laughs> there you go. Your ultimate day at Disney. But I would pay it for the Magic Kingdom. What, the bus thing? Yeah. Yeah, because if you think about it, Magic Kingdom is such a faff to get in and out of. Yeah, true. You know, you got to park your car, you got to pay to park, and then you got to get on one of them tram things to the TTC, and then you've got to wait for the monorail, or wait for the boat, and then blah 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 security, yeah. and then come back again. No, just stay on site and get the bus straight to the front of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, but that's more expensive. Nah, just Danny All Stars. It's only a bed and a shower. <laughs> Tell you, it'll be cheaper than this. What's well, that? An eight in the All Stars, like $100. Isn't there a deal, though, that for the length of your ticket stay, that it's only about $25? Well, it says it says that there, there, there might be a, an, an, a multi day option. But it doesn't say, doesn't say much more than that. So if you were there for two weeks, I don't know. If that's going to be a multi-day or whether a multi-day is like three days or five days or whatever. Not sure. Well, weren't they also going to do Disney's version of Uber? Duba? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure I'm sure they said something a while ago about they were going to do this this sort of private car sort of taxi service for people. Yeah. Well, perhaps that's died a death, but I can see with the money they're trying to rinse out of people, they'll probably bring that idea back. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I mean, there just comes a point where it just looks too much. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And and then what happens is people then, I think, start to think, really, you're going to charge me that for that? And then they start looking at everything else. Um, so I don't know. I think but, Disney got to. Well, let's take bets now. How much are these Club 33 memberships going to cost? I don't know how much the ones in in California are, but aren't they near six figures? Was it five? I think so. They changed Uh, them, didn't they? Five figures. I think they're five figures. Okay, but I'm. I mean, twenty-five. Well, I'm going to go for it. Thirty-three. Thirty-three grand. (laughs) Well, that would be yeah. (laughs) Easy to remember. I mean, the other thing is, how long before you can book that castle suite as well? It's got to be. I bet if you've got enough money, but 
but then you're probably talking six figures. Oh, yeah. You can do it now. Because there's the, the urban legend that uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie wanted to yeah. rent it for the night and they wouldn't let them because money can't buy that suite. I bet money can bloody buy it now. Yeah. <laughs> Might be down to uh, people that beat up their, their kids. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> I, I get, again, allegedly. A lot of allegedly tonight. Yeah. And there's a Disney connection there as well, Maleficent. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> that's why she wanted to do it. Yeah. <laughs> she was getting into the role. Wrong castle, though. Allegedly. She wanted to do that, wanted to do that in, in Paris. Yeah. Or, or California. And it's Nick Branch, B-R-A-N-C-H. No, 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 no. That no, was no. just for the benefit of, Adam, Adam of Good, Adam Angie's lawyers. Adam that's Adam Goodger, yeah. It's always Adam Goodger. Don't start throwing me under the bus. <laughs> whether that, whether that's a regular bus or one of these backstage transportation malarkey. Well, yeah, it's an extra 15 bucks if you want to be chucked under that bus. Normal bus is free, that's okay. <laughs> Just take me driving away off. Talking of buses, I'll tell you what I did on my last trip out there by accident. I came out of... We went, we went to the... Um, Grand Floridian, just have a nose around. I came out the Grand Floridian and I turned right and drove right the way around the back of the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. I mean, Disney, don't add in the woo me, don't ban me. It was a simple mistake. <laughs> but it's basically like a little rat run where like, the buses can get between places quickly. Oh. You didn't? And... I thought you were going to say you ended up on the Tomorrowland Speedway. <laughs> well, actually, I actually ended up at uh, where they parked the monorails, and then I ended up um, at the Contemporary. Oh, interesting. Wow. But that was exciting. Yeah. There's another road that goes off there that goes down to some houses. Very strange. Yeah. Didn't know that was all there. No. It was cause, probably because you're not supposed to, but not- <laughs> their fault for allowing you to do it. You know, there was no signs stop. telling me to stop. That's what I mean. That, 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 that's a you know, mistake on their part. I was oh, looking for good. somewhere to generally turn around because I'd made a genuine error and the road just kept on going. Yeah. <laughs> I thought if I carry on going much further, I'm going to end up in Tomorrowland, in uh, uh, Frontierland. <laughs> a simple, simple mistake. That's all it was. Don't shoot us. Uh, was there anything else... Um, any other stories anyone has seen? There is one going on now uh, that I wanted to bring up. Uh, and it was only... Yes, I mean, by the time this episode goes out, it would have been done. Um, but there's a Star Wars Rogue One event going on tonight in Epcot. Oh, is this the projection? They are turning Spaceship Earth, a.k.a. the golf ball, for one night only. One night only! Into uh, what's that? Is that that's from a musical, isn't it? Uh, Jersey Boys. No, nah, I'm sure it's a woman that sings it. Anyway, um, okay. oh, Dream Girls. Dream Girls. Sorry, course. I was in London recently. <laughs> this rubs off on you. <laughs> but well, both are in London at the moment. Uh, but they are going to turn the uh, Space Earth into the Death Star for tonight using projection mapping. It will be for one only, because I know what happens to the Death Star at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit extreme. I know they, I know they add the holiday tag to Illuminations, but well, yeah, you say that though, Paul. You know, mm-hmm. we haven't seen Rogue One's not come out yet. No, it's true. I got my tickets though. 
Oh, yes. Ooh. Yeah, I've got mine. But I think we all have, haven't I we? Think, I think, you know, spoiler alert, but I don't think the Death Star blows up. What? Well, I don't think the Death Star blows up. It's an alternative reality, is it? No, not that. But if you or they just it, don't get to that point. Well, I'd imagine, I'd imagine they don't because the Death Star gets blown up in episode four. Yeah, but I thought this was kind of like episode three point seven five. Yeah, so I I think you know what I, mean? I think the point two five is what we see in episode four. All oh, right. I, I don't know. know. I don't know. I've tried to not read too much into the plot of this film already, yeah. um, other than like you know seeing a, a couple of trailers and and whatnot. But um, yeah, so maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. But um, I'll still be impressed. I'm sure that even for one night only, there's a lot of people that will be peed off by this. You know, calling sacrilege and calling for someone's head to be uh, chopped off. Hopefully not walks frozen. It was, bad. it was bad enough for people when they put Mike Wazowski on it. I never saw that. Yeah, they turned it, <laughs> turned it into Mike Wazowski when Monsters University came out. Well, it makes sense. Yeah, turn it into a one-eyed monster. It's a big canvas. Why? What's wrong with doing random stuff like that every now and again? Somebody got that one. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I missed. I completely missed that. But that's that's why I listen again. So it's all right. I think I went on the second time and tweet you. Um, but it's a big canvas. I don't, I don't see why anyone would. Uh, you know, we would object to it being used every now and again for something else. Yeah, well, it's, right. it's, you know, it's the Epcot purists, isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah, but it keeps things interesting. And it's it's kind of in theme with the, the sort of future, you know. Mm. Future yeah. well actually so it was a long time ago, far, far away actually, wasn't it? I'm talking crap there. Yeah, yeah, who knows? <laughs> yeah, okay, Epcot, forget that then. You know, Epcot's evolving. I mean it's it's kind of like I I, I get it in some ways because I, you know, you, you speak to people that are still disgusted by the the birthday cake castle that happened for the 25th anniversary. Now, my wife went there for the first time during that anniversary, so she didn't know any different. So she's she's always liked the birthday cake castle. Oh God! But I can understand why people were so against it. I think that should have been a limited time thing. Yeah, I know. I know it was, but what I mean is, I think it lasted about two years. That should have been for like yeah. about a week. You know, when the anniversary was, and then and then down again. Yeah, I suppose if you if you take your kids there and they and they know the castle and Cinderella and all of that, and you get there and it's a big birthday cake, might be a bit of a bummer. Mm. Just saying. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why they're doing in Paris next year. <laughs> I'd love it. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see it. Um, so that's that's happening as we speak. They're going to be live broadcasting that apparently on the Disney website. So, uh, I mean, depends how early you listen to this. You might you might listen to this as it's still going on because it'll be coming out you quite quickly. But you know who's produced this, don't you? Go on, James Michael Roddy. Who? James Michael Roddy, the Imagineer. I don't know him. No? That's not a name familiar he, to me. No. Well, he, James Michael Roddy, he yeah. used to be the head honcho at Universal. And he was the show director of Halloween Horror Nights for many years. Oh. So he started there 
um, in the late sort of mid nineties. Right. Um, and then he, he left for Disney about five or six years ago. And this projection mapping technology, he'd brought to Halloween Horror Nights and uh, used it in one of the scare zones. And then he, he sort of brought that and he's been doing loads of other things as well um, in Disney. Wow. Mm. And he also wrote the introduction of my new book, which I'm plugging at the moment. Hey. Uh, <laughs> my book. My book. Your complete self. Uh, <laughs> in fact also that reminds me the bit with Craig you're going to need to get the bleep machine out quite a lot alright so I'll just put a disclaimer out the front of the episode that'll be fine oh okay yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, I mean uh, yeah, we, we were listening in the studio to it so of course of course I'm aware of that Chris I don't know why oh, you're yeah, reminding sorry. me but yeah thanks let's not, let's not blur the magic here yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, so my new book about Universal Monsters is out now, and it, I'm just tying it in because at the moment they've just released the new trailer for The Mummy, which has nothing to do with Disney, but I'm just dropping that in now. Good trailer, though, I thought. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. Bit more, bit more serious, bit less campy than the other recent Mummy, so... Meh. Can we say recent Mummy? Because it's 17 years old now. Is it really? Well, yeah, a teenager. 18, 18 next year, yeah. Blimey. Yeah. That's not that recent, is it? Summer of, summer of 99, that was. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It's a good summer that year. I mean, uh, okay, Phantom Menace came out, but I mean, otherwise, good summer that year. I think it feels recent because they were making damn sequels until recently. Uh, yeah, I think the last sequel was, uh, it's probably about uh, eight years ago. Eight years, was so, it? Yeah. Yeah. Because I bought it in Florida the first time I went. Oh, you have to admit to that, Paul, but thanks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> well, I don't think I've ever watched On it, one so. of those Walmart shopping tra- traps. Yeah, yeah, you do end up buying the most random stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I've been buying Knocked Up because it was out about four months early. It wasn't even that good. Like, it's all right. But you do see something, like, ooh, that's not available at home. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Did um, was there was there anything else that had piqued people's interest? Any other story? Yeah, I was going to bring up. Yeah, I was going to bring up the the Hong Kong Disneyland expansions. Hong oh. Kong Disney expansions. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, starting with the Iron Man experience. Oh yeah. That's opening next month, in mm. fact. Um, and also a new hotel. Uh, the Explorers Hotel uh, is opening next year, but they were already kind of announced. But it was the new stuff that's also coming. Uh, the Iron Man experience is going to be joined by two more Marvel attractions. Oh, taking over the whole <laughs> of Tomorrowland. <laughs> uh, one of them is a retheme of Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. Two. Yeah. Uh, well, the artwork includes Ant Man. Ah. So it looks like it's, it's oh, possibly an Ant Man. Don't, Ross. You've ruined uh, my day now, Paul. Yeah. We, we, have, we get Cabanas and they get Ant Man. Yep. That's opening in 2018, um, as well as a new show area. Uh, called Adventureland Showplace, which 
it's an awful name. Um, but the year after that is when they get their whole new castle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's true. So just, just Paul, if, um, Chris, it makes you any better. Just double checked. And actually, he's half right. It's themed to, uh, it's going to have a sound check of Ace's music. It's actually Adamant Man. <laughs> uh, this is kind of a cross between the two but of course that does mean that Thomas the Tank Engine will be making an appearance at the end so that's good and Prince um, Charming and Prince Charming yeah <laughs> Nick um, Nick can I borrow your soapbox very very quickly and just say one thing on. they have a damn castle why do they need another one <laughs> there, may be, there may be a surplus one from Paris go on being available. <laughs> oh, we'll come to that in a minute. Come, come to the flip three seconds. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've not seen it, but I, I mean, I know it's not as impressive as Tokyo. It's not as impressive as Paris, and it's not as impressive as Florida. Isn't it a smaller version of Florida's castle? Uh, no, Disneyland's castle. It's Disneyland. Yeah. Uh, and that's always small anyway. Mm. I mean, it's never looked particularly uh, outstanding. But it'll be the first time, because I mean, the rumour is they're just going to knock it down and build a new one. Wow. Which will be pretty amazing. W- which castle are they getting? Well, I think it's going to be based on the on the Shanghai one. But bigger. Bigger? Yeah. Apparently, they, they oh. want to outdo Shanghai. Wow. Well, of course, Mr. Boniface, uh, he, he famously went to Hong Kong, Disneyland, which is how it, <laughs> how it should always be announced, in my opinion. Um, Google it. And, um, you know, he said it's, it was a very small park. You know, even comparing it to like Disneyland Paris or something like that, it was a very small, pretty much a one-day park, and they're not really added that much to it, which is why obviously they're, they're, they're having to add these things there. Um, you know, I think it's good that they're throwing a few Marvel things in there, but um, yeah, it, I, it's I just think it's odd. I don't know why they chose the cast they did. Um, does a castle make that much of a difference? Like, are people that have not been going to Hong Kong Disneyland suddenly going to go, oh, it's got a better castle now, I'm going to go? Mm, good point. No. It's not really I think what it'll I be the... to go for. Yeah. It'll mm. be the area that comes after that will make people go. Mm. Which is the thro- frozen area. I'm not going Not Game of Thrones. Yeah. Okay. No, not Game of Thrones. That's Universal's <laughs> third park. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, of course it is. Yes. Yeah, despite what they said the other day, that's just that's just a red herring. Yeah. Still going to be Game of Thrones. You heard it here first. How about they not get a new castle? We stop having these stupid cabanas and we have some, actually some new rides at Walt Disney World? No. Now you're just asking too much, Chris. You know, I'm not asking for much. I mean... We did even, I mean, all right, we've got Avatar coming. Yeah, hooray, wave the flag for Avatar. I just can't get excited about it. I'm sure it'd be good, but, I mean, what else is coming down the pipeline? I mean, I mean this rumoured Guardians ride? What's coming down the pipeline? Is that a reference Star to Nintendo Wars. Land at Universal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Universal wiping the floor with everybody. Um, 
Yeah, that's it. And I mean, I mean, I think I'm pretty sure they debunked that the other day, the Guardians thing. I don't think Gar. Well, no, sorry. They they've turned around and said that the Tower of Terror is going nowhere. Yeah. So the Tower of Terror is not going to be changed like the California one is. That's good oh, news. Yeah. But yeah. they didn't deny Epcot though. They didn't deny Epcot, it's... and they also announced the other day of Epcot that they, because of the success of Frozen, they're looking to turn it more, that having more. Um, Things, what are they called? Franchises. Oh, stuff, yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, Ratatouille, Paris, that's probably back on the cards. Um, and I'm sure we'll see other bits and pieces as well. So, you know, what we have been talking about recently, I think he's going to become a reality. And, uh, you know, I think that means a dead cert that will get a Guardians attraction. Oh, look, at the end of the day, the Guardians 2 trailer came out Saturday. We're recording this Monday, yeah. Has anyone seen that yet? Other than P Dubs, yeah. <laughs> I know you have. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. Yeah, and I mean, I actually woke up my wife to watch it. So I knew how excited she'd be. She only she only fall asleep on the sofa, but I was like, "You need to get up and watch this." And <laughs> we watched it twice. And then the next day, we showed it to my daughter, who hasn't seen Guardians, but is aware of who Rocket is because our friends have got a toy Rocket that um it, they play play with. So um we got her towards the trailer and she thought it was hysterical. Uh, I mean, it just looks like another home run, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Definitely. It looks amazing. And I, I think, you know, sod Avatar, Disney throw all your eggs in that basket. Yeah. Really it's Marvel's trailer. biggest ever trailer. What, download-wise? Yeah, 81 million <sighs> times. That's crazy, isn't it? Half of that was Nick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's only it's the second second biggest trailer ever for any studio, wow. only beaten by the new Beauty and the Beast. So Disney are rolling Disney in it. Disney wins again. Yeah, yeah, that's that's amazing. I'm I'm pleased. I am pleased to hear that actually. Yeah. But I I just think it's gonna knock it out. And so yeah, if you want to build a Guardians attraction, by all means, go and do it. Go and do it. I, I'd, you know, I'm glad you're going to leave Tower Terror alone at, at Orlando, but um, yeah. just just stick St. Guardians in. Small world. Come, come back it. to the... Sorry, what? <laughs> small world. Small world. Yeah, just just get rid of Small World and put Guardians of the Galaxy in there. Why not? Just re it. It's Lo- a good idea. Loads of dancing baby groups everywhere. Perfect. <laughs> All good. <laughs> I just realised, though, that I think, you know, we've, we've, we've talked about the cabanas, we've talked about the buses, but what we talked about in terms of the castle... Disney's really missing an opportunity there. Remember they built that Golden Oaks luxury homes development? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What they really want to do is build one where you can you can buy the castle of your choice. Right? So you go to... I just I could just imagine it. You drive down this, this street, this residential street, and you've got Cinderella's castle on one side, Sleeping Beauty's on the other. It's just a street full of castles. I think it'd be fantastic. <laughs> License to print money. You, yeah. you just know someone at Disney just written that down. As yeah, a yeah, I know. To to I, know I won't get any credit for it whatsoever. But you, you, know, you know, you heard it here first. This yeah. podcast is just, it's just too good for giving out ideas. Is, I mean, this is the Disney marketing plan for 2017, this episode. Yeah. yeah. What else can we think of? Uh, well, residential Dead. homes, um, sticking a load of balloons to them. But tethering them what, to the ground. What about you? Can oh, I like pay it. It's a bit like extra. 
and get off at Splash Mountain before the drop. What you mean the, the that's called the Steven Spielberg ticket? Doing a Spielberg, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and sp- also applies to Space Mountain, Tower of Terror. <laughs> yeah, Tower of Terror. Yeah. <laughs> just just stop the ride there. It goes <laughs> it goes down in a very slow lift next door. <laughs> <laughs> Rock and roller coaster literally stops before you get to the first hit, uh, first um, climb. <laughs> so you, have that, you get that like that speed boost and it stops immediately. Three seconds and stops, and then it gets off. Um, yeah, that again, well, the, it's an idea. Licenses to print money. Mm-hmm. You could get the John Lasseter package. You can just walk around telling people what to do all day, and they completely ignore you. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. And a new catchphrase was born. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Show title. Well, um, I, I I kind of... So it's been a year. I, I didn't realise this, but today marks a year from when the first the first non-Paul episode went out. Wow. Or what was supposed to be uh, something that lasted, I thought, a couple of weeks has <laughs> turned into a year. Bloody idiot. Um, <laughs> I, it's a bit like I, I'm just Captain Cook just popping out. <laughs> he just hasn't returned. Maybe a while. Yeah, maybe a while he just hasn't returned. Um, so <coughs> I wanted to like point mouse out. Meets, or what was it? Mouse? Yeah, Mouse Meets, what yeah. Was, no, what was the one in America? Was it Mouse Fest or Mouse Meets? It went on hiatus, and that was like years ago. It's never come back. Oh, I must be mouse. It can't be mouse mates. Yeah. So we had that sort of the UK couple right. Mouse fest. Mouse fest. I think. Mouse fest. So that that's so that's been fun. So that's yeah. So years gone. Um, hopefully it's been entertaining, mostly. I mean we've got three decent people that have joined as well. Who? Um, three three decent people. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you're one of them. Three people, I'd say. <coughs> well, all right, you've, you've not three people that have not made it any worse than it was before. <laughs> Is that better? <laughs> so, so thank you, uh, Paul, Chris, and and Boston. Hiya. Who uh, just just <laughs> just here. yeah, she yeah. just just wanted to know that she was there. That and, was and she's just run out Bloody again. Uh, she's gone again. She's gone again. She <laughs> had to go. Forties, Amanda. <laughs> Good night, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I wanted to say thank you for uh, for you know because you've been here. That means you've been here almost a year now yourself. So um, wow. thank you for. I for made my first year. appearance more than a year ago. Wow. When was it? Yeah, when it was, was early November. Oh, we're in when December I came now. Yeah, my, yeah, yeah. Rant. Yeah, yeah. No, it so, was. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I think appropriate soon as Craig had his rant earlier. Yes, indeed. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm about to have one in a minute, actually. Um, and, and Mr. D, who uh, you, you've been here ages now, ages, whole thought. Yeah. So thank you for sticking yeah. with me and not and not um, d- deserting the <laughs> not just like stepping outside for a few minutes. <laughs> yeah, like Mr. <laughs> Never to be seen again. Uh, I missed well, that, we man. knew he was. We knew he would go undercover. We just didn't expect him to go undercover from us. Yeah, I just, I, I, I believe he's still alive. I do believe he's still alive. Oh yeah, I think so. He's living in, he's living in Argentina now. Yeah. Under a, 
<laughs> under the false name of Adolf Hitler. He did say... Which, he I, didn't, which I didn't think was very clever. No, he thought it would be a bit obvious. He did say, don't cry for him, though. Yeah. <coughs> in the words that. of Ace Ventura, if I'm not back in five minutes, just wait longer. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be on his tombstone, actually, I'm sure. But he's not dead, so it's all right. Um, but yeah, so thanks thanks for letting me run right with this, Paul, and, and hopefully we'll have you back on again soon. We keep talking about it. So don't yeah. So that also proves that we we all get on still, don't worry. But uh, timing issues. Um, yeah. So I, I do want to have a little bit of rant in a second, but before I do, we've mentioned tonight about uh, the damage that's been done in Paris. What can possibly be done? Does anyone think to rectify that? Other than obviously them answering their phones in a timely manner when you want to bathe your holiday. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they're, they're, they're in an awful lot of doo-doo at the moment. Is there anything they can do, do you think? Or is it just lost calls? Should they shut up shop? I think in the, in the form they're in, there's no coming back. I think the only way they can save it is by selling the majority back to the Walt Disney Company. Mm. Yeah, I, I, I think a law's going to have to change. But I'm with you. Yeah. I, think it's, I think they're going to have to set it back and you know what part of me wonders if that's the master plan yeah in a way how can something as successful as it is because let's be honest it's not that no one goes to this park it's the biggest tourist destination in Europe isn't it yeah entertainment wise um can can be so far in the hole you know something doesn't add up but maybe that's it maybe that's the plan at the rate it's going, they will owe the Walt Disney Company more money than the company's worth. Mm. God. And in, in that eventuality, it is literally just a case of just give them the company. Yeah. Yeah. Better to have something of of uh, part of something than um, everything of nothing. Yeah. I'm sure that made sense before it came out of my mouth. Typical me. Um. Right. Well, in that case, I'm gonna I'm gonna step on my soapbox now myself and just have a little bit of a a rant. I was I was not trying to cause trouble, right? I'm gonna say this right at the top. I was not trying to cause any trouble with this, but a forum post uh, on a Disney group said that um, as far as they were concerned, Star Wars was not Disney and never would be Disney, and I don't like them doing. Star Wars stuff in the parks. That's how this started out, okay? So, immediately, my reaction to that is, you know, you can argue all day whether or not you want to count episodes 4, 5, 6, and 1, 2, 3 as Disney films. Because they own them, but they didn't make them, right? So I can see that argument. Everything, obviously, 7 onwards is. And this led to uh, talking about the Nightmare Before Christmas. So timely, because it's kind of, you know, we're past October and we're now into December, so perfect time for the film. Um, and they said that they couldn't see The Night Before Christmas as a Disney film. It was a Tim Burton film. Now, I saw this when it first came out, and it was a Touchstone release. Touchstone being what, everybody? Disney-owned. A Disney-owned production company. Um... They released it because Disney were too scared that it was a bit too adult for people. But it was a touchstone release. Now, 
ever since it became popular, and of course Hot Topic opened their doors, um, Disney have wanted everything to do with The Nightmare Before Christmas. And in fact, who directs The Nightmare Before Christmas? Don't know. I don't remember. Well, it's called it's called Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas. Who directs it? He, di- he didn't direct it. He didn't direct it. No, exactly. So <coughs> people that are saying, "Well, it's a Tim Burton film," I will just associate it with him and not Disney. Well, it's not even really a Tim Burton film. <laughs> it's based on stuff he designed. It's it based was, on what um, he created. H- Henry Selick. Henry Tom's Selick. Brother. Yes. Yes, exactly. He's less famous brother, Tom Selleck. Uh, yeah, Henry Selleck directed that and, of course, went on to direct James and the Giant Peach uh, and uh, Coraline that was that was not a Disney film. Because James, James and the Giant Peach obviously was a Disney film as well. Disney and he looks like Jigsaw from Saw. Who? Henry uh, Selleck. Henry Selleck. Really? I've never seen him, actually. <laughs> Hang on, he's Jigsaw the little one on the bike. Both. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and and I, it just really, really annoyed me um, because it was it was like basically picking and choosing what you wanted. All right, I don't think that's Disney enough, so I'm not going to support it as Disney. And in fact, at one point, one of the arguments was, well, it doesn't say Disney on the on the DVD box, does it? To which I pulled up a an image of the 20th anniversary edition of the film, which says. Disney's Tim Burton's Night Before Christmas. So yes, it does. Um, but I just thought you can't pick and choose these things. Am I wrong to like that for that to make me angry? Or should a Disney film be a Disney film if it's made by Disney? No matter if somebody like Tim Burton was involved or not. Well, a lot of people I say don't Disney how that works. In what sorry, what in 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 my, in view of me or in view of uh... no them yeah it's it's like oh Alice in Wonderland isn't Disney because Tim Burton directed it and wrote it well I, I pointed out in this argument as well that and and, and this actually comes as a shock to me <coughs> I turned around and said so do you consider Alice in Wonderland Snow White Cinderella Sleeping Beauty do you like do you say these are Disney films, even though Walt Disney didn't come up with the stories? And somebody was like, "He didn't." Absolutely, genuinely was like, "I was like, yes, these are <laughs> these are based on fairy tales." Didn't have didn't have a clue. Did not have a clue. This blew their mind. Look, and that, you can't and that argue up. with stupid. Exactly, exactly. But do you know what I mean? Like, it's like where do you draw the line? It's sure, if it's a Disney film, surely it's a Disney film, and that's it. You can't go. Well, I don't want it to be a Disney film. Either is or it isn't. Some people. Very strange. Yeah. But I didn't get I didn't get chucked out, which was nice. I wasn't trying to be rude. But as you say, not I thought not, not on this occasion. <laughs> this time I was trying to be quite sensible, but uh yeah. So there you go. So that that was my that was my little rant. Um but I I, I think that's it. I think I don't think we've uh, I think we've covered all the, the stories now, the main stories, haven't we? I found out something fairly mind-blowing about a Disney film. Go on. Um, Bedknobs and Broomsticks is a is a collection of stuff that the, the old lady cut out of Mary Poppins. 
Eh? I know, right? Well, you've seen Saving Mr. Banks, right? Yeah. Well, you know the the, the uh, P.L. Travers? She's yeah. this crotchety old lady, and she won't have this, and she won't have that, and Disney can't do this. Yeah. But all the stuff that she basically, that they created that she didn't like, they just jammed it into Bedknobs and Broomsticks. Yeah, a lot of the songs are, are songs that were cut from Mary Poppins. Yeah, I mean, it makes, it makes an awful lot of sense. Of course it makes an awful lot of sense because <coughs> a lot of the animation is the same, mm. isn't it, in those in those kind of scenes? And, of course, Bedknobs and Broomsticks has... Uh, so t- two things I want to say about Bedknobs and Broomsticks. One, it's how I spent my wedding night. I know, I know, you spent your I know, wedding night wrong then. I know, I know most people, you know, want to use their wedding night to fornicate. No, we watched Bedknobs and Broomsticks eating turkey drummers. Was you bobbing we tired? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not, not when you're eating turkey <laughs> drummers. Don't be, don't be silly. Um, <laughs> it was the first time I'd ever watched Bedknobs and Broomsticks, actually. I'd seen bits and pieces, but we sat there and watched it. Um, and the second thing, I then found out that night that it has one of my favourite lines, uh, one of our favourite lines, actually, mine and my wife's uh, favourite lines in movie history. When the little oh. boy goes... Uh, Hey, get your hands off my knob! <laughs> brilliant, <laughs> absolutely brilliant. When you're is, that, is that what you said to Lindsay that night? <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought I've always not that night. Uh, you know, it, it, I mean, it's all right. We've, you know, obviously the, the marriage has been consummated by now. Uh, <laughs> That's my knob now, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. We just kept running it back and and creasing up. Yeah, you can have sex after that. Just, 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 it was just too funny after that point. But yeah, so it's quite early on in the film as well. In the first half of the film, he says that. It's, it's a great line. Well executed. Um, oh, I'm going to have to go back and watch it now. Yeah. Is it me or does Angela Lansbury say, come on, Paul, get your knob out? Does she actually say that line? Well, it, wouldn't, that it, wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise I mean, you know, that line I said there, that's not me. That's not a Captain Puckwash. That's not a, a Mandela effect. In effect, no. that you know, I, I can confirm having seen that fairly recently. That is a line in the film. That line by Angela Lansbury, not too sure about, but it wouldn't surprise me if it is, because I think I'm sure there's you, definitely you something in there about twisting his knob as well. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's the thing. Like the, the innuendo was clearly strong in that one. You know, it, it was an innocent time. Can we just clarify it? Because I don't know. In America, they do know that when we say knob, we're thinking of Johnson. You know, a gentleman part. Yeah. Do they? Do they have that as a... That's an interesting point, actually. Yeah, I so, don't know. So, you know, while we're laughing about somebody's knob being turned, we're laughing because we're thinking cock. That basically mm. is just an elaborate cock routine. We're See, we, cock can, right now. we could also say wanker. That's the thing. Uh, my favourite my favorite fact about that is that uh, in Married with Children, which I adored when I was oh, growing yeah. up... Um, Peggy's family, so Peggy's, yeah, Peggy's family in that, whenever they, they weren't in it very often, but when they were, they used to bleep out, they used to bleep them out quite a lot, and I couldn't work out why. It was only when I found the internet and looked this stuff up when I was older, it's because her, her uh, sorry, her maiden name is Wanker. You're joking. No, because in America, that that doesn't have the connotation. So her maiden name was Wanker. And we've now said it numerous times, and I can't be bothered to edit it. So I'll just put this disclaimer at the front. It's fine. I oh, really yeah. can't be bothered. Craig's already, already beat the horse to death on that. 
wanker into his heart's content. Um, so yeah, so if anyone like me watched Married with Children when they were younger and couldn't work out why there was a lot of bleeping in certain episodes, they were talking about Piggy's family. Is that why they bleeped an episode of Dick Van Dyke? Uh, Every time they no, they coming, it's always beep, bam, beep. Yes, yeah, no, no. They, they in the UK, yes. Every episode of the Dick Van Dyke show was bleeped, so it's just called the Van Show, which no one understood. <laughs> no, no, no one got that at all. Very, very strange. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think they did that in the episode. Oh, actually, no, the, the Simpsons got in trouble for that as well. Did they? Famously, the Simpsons got in trouble. The uh, there's an episode where it was the end joke as well. It was an end credit joke, which they don't do very many of. And it was you two on a plane with Mr. Burns, and I cannot remember the context. Oh, that's right. And uh, I think the Edge calls Mr. Burns a wanker under his breath. And of course, like it, when it got played out in America, it was completely fine. And when it got played out here, sometimes it gets censored, and other times it doesn't. And Channel Four got in trouble a few years ago by not bleeping it out at half past six. Because <laughs> obviously, uh, you know, a, a British person saying it. And in the context, is an insult rather than it just being a word. So uh, yeah, so there you go. Wow. Well, so it that's, that's it's the one word news. they get away with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and they also call it a twat. <laughs> I, I've never, I've never got my hand around that one. Oh, that was... Wasn't she, she an Olympian? <laughs> Possibly. And also, what's the other thing? And uh, American listeners, you can let us know about this one. Please email us. Um, why can't you swear properly with your hands? Why do you have this thing when you give someone a middle finger and you have to bend your other fingers at 90 degree angles instead of folding them down flat at 180 degrees? <laughs> What's that about? I've seen a lot of Americans do that. They flip the bird, as they say, and they have their fingers bent funny. Just have them just, 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 just squeeze them all together. Anyway, answer to the postcard. Uh, and and or, or if you're going to write an email, uh, use the subject heading. Um, this is Wanker. why we pulled. No, this is why we pull 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 my finger. This is why we do pull my finger. <laughs> so again, something else never understood. I, I know what it's supposed to do, but I don't understand the context of it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We're going to go to war with uh, you know Americans going to go to war with China soon, and and we'll all be dead. So it'll be fine. But if you can get us answered before that happens, please do. <laughs> and on that Look, little Bob, bombshell... Bob Iger only joined that Trump panel, so he doesn't do that, because he's spent too much money building that damn <laughs> Shanghai park. <laughs> yeah, we already talked about that, have we? Iger's, Iger's on Trump's board. <laughs> things, you know, the only thing that will make this even weirder is if the other rumour comes true which is that Linda McMahon joins his board. <laughs> because they are famously good friends, and she was obviously running a few years ago, and she's been seen having meetings with him recently. <laughs> so we could have, you know, the wife of Vince, your fired McMahon, who, who actually, by the way, is the owner of the greatest you're fired in, in the world. When I said Trump's was number two, it's because Vince's is number one. She could be working with Trump as well. Linda McMahon and Bob Iger. Wow. Saturday Night Live team you want. Saturday Night Live couldn't even write this stuff if they wanted to. 
what's happened to the world? Have we all gone because all these Liverpudlians going back to the 1940s. Some idiot has stepped on a butterfly or something, <laughs> haven't they? You know, and Biff has taken over as president. It's, Dude, it's gone that was definitely bad. Craig. Yeah, I was oh, going to say. Yeah, no wonder he's not. No wonder he's not here. He's, that yeah. train he's on is is a train travelling back in time. It's a train from Back to the Future 3. Probably. It's a train that Doc uses at the end of Back to the Future 3. God, it's all making sense now, which is bloody scary. <laughs> if it's making sense now, you're right, it is bloody scary. Yeah. <laughs> this is nonsical. <laughs> so, <laughs> although, although at, at, at the same time, very, very real, so you're right. Um, with that said, thank you for joining us. Um after talking to people recently about how long podcasts should be, this one is hilariously over. I apologise. Thank you very much for joining us, if you've made it this far. Uh, <laughs> thank you all uh, for, for coming on and, and uh, joining in with the discussions. And we will see you just before Christmas. Goodbye, everybody. Yeah. Goodbye. See you Goodbye. now. Bye-bye now. Season's greetings. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.